Once again, I want to thank everyone for coming today to celebrate this graduation mass. It's always something we look forward to each semester, being able to thank God for the blessings that he has bestowed on our church, on our university, and on our graduates. And so, so many graduates that I know very, very involved here at Wisdom. Some of you I didn't know were graduating, but... Um, <laughs> I'm, so many of you these days, I can't keep up with that. It's a blessing to have you all here, uh, along with family and friends. Today we are celebrating John of the Cross, St. John of the Cross, who is the great Carmelite reformer, the priest who lived in the 16th century, along with Teresa of Avila, and sort of gave us the Carmelites as we know it today, that religious order so devoted to prayer. There's a lot we could talk about in regards to St. John of the Cross, and particularly in an effort to try to tie it in to graduation. There's one thing, though, that probably John of the Cross is most known for, and it's a phrase called the dark night of the soul. He actually has a work written on this, one of the more beautiful works written in the Spanish language. And it talks about this process of purification, where the individual who is growing in holiness before they can find perfect union with God have to go through this period of darkness, a night of the senses and ultimately a night of the soul, where their faith is tested, where the belief in God is tested. There's aridity, dryness, even doubt. And if they come through it, then they find that perfect union with God. It's something that many of the greatest saints have gone through. And the truth is, maybe many of you may not experience that. Hope you do. You can become a saint one day. And if you die a martyr, I'll take your armor or whatever and put it under the altar. And we'll have a nice mass for that. But I want to focus on something else. This idea of darkness. While we may not be like John of the Cross or these other great saints and experience the darkness in our own souls is this type of purification. The reality is, as individuals, as young people moving into the world, and it's something that all of us, even adults, face, in our church, in our culture, in our lives, we're going to have to face darkness. Certain types of darkness, certain experience of darkness, in our own culture and society where there's so much chaos, where there's so much confusion, so much fighting and war, things that we thought were real, we're now led into confusion, what's right and what's wrong, a culture that basically denies a lot of Christian values that ostensibly it was once based upon. How do we move forward in this culture where darkness seems to prevail? Even in the church, you are going to find your love for the church is not echoed in the lives of other people. And you could look at the church and see the corruption, the sin, confusion that tends to reign at times in the church. Maybe tempted to think, well, the church is outdated, whether her rituals, the celebration of the Mass, or even the moral teachings can lead to doubt, confusion, and darkness about what it means to be a Catholic what it means to be a Christian. Then, of course, facing darkness in your own life, when you're looking for a job, when you have a family. There are all kinds of things, suffering, doubt, 
struggling in prayer, aridity, dryness, and can lead us to question our faith. Where is God amidst all of this darkness? Why doesn't he stop evil? Where is he in my life? Why isn't my life going better? This is a common experience. I'm not here to sort of put a big damper on your celebration. In fact, just the opposite. But it's true. As a Christian today living their faith, and particularly a mature faith, you are going to face questions, darkness, and doubt. And so you know me well enough that I'm not here to give you a cliche. Well, if you just believe in Jesus, it'll be okay. Nor do I want to say, don't, don't look for answers. Indeed, deep questions of morals, of liturgy, of politics, of ethics, of family life. There are answers. We may not fully understand them, but don't just live in this period of darkness. Go in search of answers from your questions from people that you think are knowledgeable and wise. But the fact of the matter is, at least from my own experience and my own life and in working with other people, you go search for all the answers all you want, the why the darkness is there, what to do about it, how to overcome it. But the truth is the answer that you are going to find, chances are not here. Because this darkness doesn't necessarily affect primarily your intellect, but instead the answer can be found in the heart and a place that is much deeper. And so this is the solution I want to give you. You may not find answers. You may not be able to conquer the darkness. But the one thing that you can do, John of the Cross and that all others tell us, no matter how dark it seems, no matter how confused you may be, no matter how much doubt sets in on your life, you can still love. You can't. You can still love others, you can still love God, and you can receive love from God and from others. No matter how bad any of that seems, your ability to give and to receive love never stops. And the truth is, you may have to go through very long periods of darkness. I know most of you know of St. Mother Teresa, Teresa of Calcutta, for 50 years of her life, she went through this extreme darkness, the dark night of the soul. But most people had no idea. Why? Because what was her solution? Not sitting and whining and complaining. She questioned, yes. She struggled, yes. But she chose to give and to receive love. And that was the light that got her through the darkness. Even though at times she maybe didn't know where she was, didn't understand everything, it was John of the Cross, it was Teresa of Avila, it was St. Therese of Lisieux, it was Mother Teresa, it was John Paul II, all who experienced darkness but continued to love. Continued to give and to receive love. That's the answer. While it may never make sense in the intellect, the heart has its own knowledge, and that is the knowledge I encourage you to lay hold upon and to be able to draw some hope as you press forward through the darkness. One day the clouds may clear, and God willing, maybe some of you may not experience it in a very grave way. But the answer is love, giving and receiving.
And so I want to leave you with a quote, show you how important this is, and it is one of the more famous quotes from John of the Cross, as it talks about what love is in relation to your entire life. You're moving on from this stage to the next, and you're going to encounter all these other stages until finally you get to the end. What is the most important thing? You are judged on your grades and your intellect and your ability to know the knowledge. But what will you ultimately be judged on? And this is what John of the Cross says. In the evening of life, we will be judged on love alone. The love that conquers darkness, the love that gives hope. Amen.